Gemara Nazir Naftedvav, Masekhet Derekeri Firifua Shalom Moshe Ben Dina, Edna Rapanalo, Betoch Shar Cholam O Israel, Venegle Hasidav Yishmor, Amen Terezdav, Le'idun Nishmat Ovadia Ben Rina, Ruach Adonai, Tenihenu Begana Eden, Amen, we begin Terezdav on Tedvav Amud Rishon, Amurati Mishnah, Matnitin, Hareni Nazir, so the guy says, I'll be a Nazir uh, when I have a uh, son. That's the first name that he makes. Then he says, I'll be a Nazir also. So, so what happens over here? He starts the 100-day Nazirut. And uh, the 100-day Nazirut, he starts the 100-day Nazirut. And then he has a, a child uh, somewhere in between. So the, the rule is going to be like this. You're going to be able to kill two birds with one stone. We're going to consider this one long nizirut. So therefore, if uh, there is at least 30 days left to his 100-day nizirut, uh, where he can use that 30 days for his 100-day, and he can use the 30 days as well for his... Uh, the son's nazirut, meaning when he has the child, so then already we say that let him just go to a hundred, and therefore he fulfills the two uh, nazirut again. Because the minimum nazirut, as we said, for gidul se'ar, for growing hair, is thirty days. So once you have that that uh, minimum of thirty days, so we're going to say that uh, he can continue uh, counting the thirty days, and the thirty days will be for the. Uh, completion of the 70 and also be for the 30 of uh, the, the, the son's uh, Nazirut. So it can be for both. Because again, we assume that basically he was accepting upon himself one long Nazirut of 100 days or, or, or exactly 100 days, however it's going to pan out. <clears throat> Meaning, a, a hundred, a, he accepts a 100-day Nazirut and then a 30-day Nazirut. In this case over here, since he has 30 days left to his 70, he could use that uh, 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 thirty for the seven days. You can use it for the for the for the for the um, for the, for the first nazirut, which is actually hadini nazir ben. Let's read that uh, in the mefaresh. Uh, um, actually, let's read it. Let's read it in Tosafot. and that's going to be. No, I think the Mefaresh has this one here. Hadeni Nazir Shiri Ben Venazir Me Ayom Vitrilim not et Shedo. So he started to count the hundred day. Im Nolad no Ben Ad Shivim Yom. So if he has a Ben of Shivim Sarik the Haniach et Shedo, he has to leave his because you got to go in order. And since he said Hadeni Nazir, when I'll have a son, since he put that one first, he's got to put the 71 on the side and count the uh, the personal one, with them not it should be no, and the Mishnah's language was that if he uh, if he has the child within seventy days, lo hefsid klum the shloshim yom who demiyatrile the thirty days that remain mimea he doesn't lose anything elam maniach et shelo umone et shelbe no umegaleach umone shloshim kedem lehashlim mea shelo 
ומגלה בשלושים יתפרו כדי גידול שיער. Because in this case over here, you're going to have, um, uh, to be able to fulfill your hundred, or conclude your hundred with the 30 days of the sun. And again, since at the time that his son was born, there's 30 days remaining, and uh, we could just say it, it gets it gets absorbed in. So you're getting basically, like we said, you're killing two birds uh, with, one, with one stone over here. Okay. So now the Mishnah says, that's only if you have 30 days left when the son was born. So reading the Mishnah again. But after Shivrim, so now you don't have 30 days left because um, the child was born, let's say, uh, uh, 80 days later. So now, right away, you have to stop the 80. You have to go and do the first Nazirut of 30. And then, Soter Shivrim. Now, soter over here doesn't mean it breaks the shivrim, that it cancels it. It just means it pauses it. And therefore, the 80 days that you counted is on pause. You do the 30, and then you go back to the 20. She'en teglachat pachot m'shloshim yom. Because again, there's no teglachat less than 30 days. So therefore, since we don't, we, we don't have a, 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 a haircut less than 30 days, which when it comes to the Zidut, the minimum is 30 days. So therefore, it breaks the uh, first one temporarily, and then the second one is fulfilled, and you go back to the, back to the first one. So that's the, um, that's the Mishnah. Okay, so now the Mishnah comes along and says, Amara. Yom Shiv'im So let's say day 70 itself. So the Chedush of Rabbi is that Yom Shiv'im, the 70th day, you can count it both ways. You can count it as day 70 for his Nezirut, and you can also count it as day one for the Shloshim, for the 30 of his son. Uh, and we don't say that, uh, well, since the kid gave birth on, say, 70, so now you got to start your Nizirut on day 71. Say, no, you could actually start the Nizirut on the same day uh, as, uh, as, 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 as uh, on day 70. And therefore, what's going to happen is the Nizirut is going to end on uh, day 99. Because if you're counting from day 30, so 99 is 30 days, and then you'll bring the Korbanot, on, on day 100, he'll be able to be Megaleah on 100. So therefore, he's, he, he, he gains in that case over there. You know, he gained, he picked up a day. He doesn't got to go to 100. He just got to go to uh, a, a 99 because the, the, uh, the, the day 70 is Ole Lekan Ulekan. Normally, the Nazir would not be able to um, uh, uh, shave his head. Uh, we would say till day 70, start 71. And the second is Zidut, because already 70 kid was born. So start the second is Zidut on day 71. You'd have to go to 100, and he would not be able to cut his hair until day 101. Uh, because his regular is if, if, if you consider day, seven, day 70 a separate day, so therefore he counted 70 days of the Zidut, and then the kid was born on day 70. Logically, we would say 
Okay, start the second Nezirut on 71, go to, uh, um, to, to 100, which is 30 days, and then shave on uh, day 101. Uh, however, in this case over here, um, we consider uh, this day 70 like two days. This is 70 will be considered like two days of the Minyan. You pick up two days on this, because it's all in the Khan or the Khan, which is basically we consider it like the day of the birth is considered to uh, 70, and uh, the day of uh, the rest of the day will be considered like uh, for the for, for, as day 71, which means we, we consider it two days. Um, so there's a big Hadushan now. So if, if the kid is born on day 70, it, it counts as two days. And if it counts as two days, basically when does the Nisirut of, of the of uh, the 100 end, it's going to end now a day early. It's going to end on day 99. Because if you're counting two days as day 70, so you have now day 70 is all there for his and it's all there for the other one. So you basically picked up an extra day. And the, in the note here, it says, in the words of Rav, there's basically two Hentushim that are being taught there. You don't see have to start the son's nizirut the next day. You could actually start it the same day that the child was born. And that's what it means. The Hadush of here is that as a general rule, which is as a general rule, um, uh, nizirut, uh, normally you could, you could have a nizirut in the middle of the day. Right here, since this day belonged to a different nizirut, you might have thought that you can't count that day for a separate uh, nizirut. Uh, so you're counting it basically for two different Nizirut, and Nizirut Achari Yechodan Lachol Be'em Sa'o. That's Chadush number one. And Chadush number two is the Achal Siyum Shiloshim Yemen Nizirut Shel Beno, after the 30 days of the Nizirut of the sun, Beyom Tish'im Betish'ah, which is on day 99, Yechod Elazir Nekadah Mahorat Beyom HaMe'ah. He can shave on the day 100, Apal Pi, Shiloshim Me'ah Yemim Shel Nizirut Shel Ibn Yedin do 100 days for your Nizirut. It's not 100 complete days. And uh, that is the Hadush Shobir, that is, you counted as, so basically, you gained the day. That's the Hadush if, if the kid was born on day 70, you picked up a day. That is Rab's uh, major Hadush over here. And the, okay, I guess you can look at the Tosafot quickly. Look at the top Tosafot. Amar Rab, Yom Shifa'im Olelo Lekanu Lekan Perush Nolad Lo Biyom Ay. Born on the 70th day, exactly. Right? Until the kid was born, that day will be counted for the me'ah. So that's it. He did 70 days. And then the second part of the day, it will count for the second nizirut. Right? Right? You only have to count 29 more days because you're counting day 70 as day one. And uh, on, on 29 days, 
uh, on day 99, she'll have 30 days for Benon. Basically, since we're going to consider it 31 for the Beno, we're going to consider it an extra day for his 100 Nizirut, and therefore, basically, he saves a day. That's the Kaddush over here. Yom, Shivim, Oledo, Lekan, Odekan. It's considered like two days, and therefore, uh, just like he ends his son's Nizirut on day 99, we consider that 30 days, so we consider it also uh, 30 days, uh, we consider it 100 day complete days for his, uh, his 100 day Nizirut. So then the Mishnah, the Gemara comes along and says, Tenan, Nolad lo ad Shiv'im, if the child was born up until Shiv'im, lo hipsid klum. So it says he doesn't, he doesn't lose anything. Now, that language is not the right language. Not that he didn't lose anything. He actually gains. If the kid is born before 70, and we consider the day of birth two days, so the Gemara should say, You should say he benefits, he saved the day. So why does the Mishnah's language, Lo Hifsid, sounds like you didn't, you didn't lose. No, it's more than that you didn't lose. Not that you're just killing two birds with one stone over here. The fact is you're picking up and saving an extra day. Instead of having to shave on day 101, you can shave on day 100. The Gemara says, you're right. Mishnah could have said, uh, uh, didn't have to say, Since it's in the Sefa, the Mishnah, it wants to give you the case if the kid is born after 70, we're there. Clearly, um, you, 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 you don't gain anything. So therefore, he used the Lashon and the Resha also, Lo uh, Hefzid. Uh, I got the Sefa. But it's really more than Lo Hefzid. It's actually, you profited. Tashema, Mesefa. But what says in the Sefa of the Mishnah, Nolad Achar Shiv'im Soter. So now we have the question. If let's say the child was born Achar Shiv'im, Achar would be, let's say, day 71. So we say, Soter, Soter meaning uh, you cannot now count both of them together because you don't have uh, uh, 30 days left. Uh, and therefore, since you don't have 30 days left in, in, in the Nizirut, you cannot count uh, his Nizirut with his son's Nizirut. So the question over here is, why not? Point to Rab that says that the day of the birth is Oleh to the first day of Nizirut of the son. So in this case over here, uh, it, it should bottom line end on day 100. So it's the same thing, just have 100. Because if, if, if you're counting day 71 as, as, the, uh, as, 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 as the first day of the Nisirun, so you're still okay. So, so, so what, what's, it's, it's the vlad. You got, you got your 30 days, and you, you're able to, 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 to shave on day 100. Why is the Mishnah saying, no, in that case, it's not going to work. Ahar shabi. Day 71, if you say, oh, then they can, or they can, it still should work. They should be able to... Uh, uh, um, Swallow both nizirutz uh, in the same uh, in the same uh, at the same time. So the Gemara comes along and says, "My ahad." This is a little dochak over here. What does it mean when it says that the kid was born after Shibrim? Ahad, ahad, <laughs> that he was born on 
actually two days after Shabim. I mean, he was born on day uh, 70, uh, 72. Uh, and therefore, uh, in that case over there, we're not going to be able to, um, uh, even according to Rab, that says you can count it as two days, but that day already, uh, you're not going to have the 30 days if he's born on uh, day 70, 72. So then the Gemara then says, Abal. However, Ahar Mamash, what are you going to say if he was born Ahar Mamash, which means on day 71, my, Satan? Are you going to tell me that Satan meaning it's not going to stop his Nisirut? You can, you can combine both of them? Well, if that's the case, why does the Mishnah give you a case only if he was born up until 70? Give me the bigger Hadush. Tell me not only up until 70, tell me even after 70, even the 71, you'll be able to finish the Nizirut on, on day Hadush. You'll be able to absorb both the Nizirut together. And here's where the Mishnah and the Gemara rejects Rab's opinion. And the Gemara says, when, when the Mishnah said, it means and therefore it means day uh, 71. And uh, even if he's born on day 71, so we're not going to say it's Khan. And therefore, if he's born on day 71, you have to stop the Nizirut of the 70, pause it to the 30, and then continue it and come back. And therefore, bottom line, the Mishnah is Davka, and therefore we don't, we're not going like the opinion of Rav. Our Mishnah is obvious, not like the opinion of Rav. However, uh, Rav must have said his Shita um, uh, according to a different Tana. That means Rav must have been following somebody else when he said, Orlando the Khan or the Khan. So the question then is, so who did Rav say his opinion according to? So when I says, So it must be following the opinion of Abba Shaul, God forbid if somebody dies three days before the holiday. So the deen is, Batla Memenu Gezerat Shiva'a. According to this opinion, that we learned in the Moray Katan, that three days is considered Ikar Avelut. And since three days is considered the primary days of Avelut, as long as the guy had three days before the Regel, for the holiday, the holiday will break Shiva'a. Uh, again, it's uh, not what we're accustomed of hearing. We're accustomed of hearing even if it's one hour before the holiday. But this opinion follows you need three days before the holiday of Avelut in order to break the uh, the Deen of Shiva. And if you have eight days before the Regim, so now basically once you have eight days, that means you finished your seven, and now the guy's starting the eight, which is already the starting of the 30-day uh, rule. So he got one day already into the 30, because seven is the seven, and the 30 is the 30, two different Deenim. So if, if, the guy, if the guy was able to get eight days before the Regim, Batla Memenu Gezerat Shiloshim. So then already the Shloshim laws will be um, knocked off, and that will be like a shaving. Now, in this case over here, you'll be able to take a haircut 
before the regal. However, this opinion says, if you didn't take the haircut before the regal, as soon as then he goes back to counting the 30. So it's not, according to this opinion, it's not that the 30 is nullified, the 30 is temporarily suspended before the holiday, and therefore he's able to take a haircut. But if he didn't take advantage of that, that's an after the holiday, so he has um, uh, to continue the um, the 30 days from Yom Kippur from the time of the burial, because again, since he didn't care to to, to, to take advantage of the regal, it's not going to be mevatel the shoshi. Okay, let's continue. Abba Shaul Omer, Abba Shaul says, "Afilu dosiper kodem regal." Even if he didn't take a haircut before the regal, mutar lesaper ahar regal. It's permissible to take a haircut after the regal. Shekeshem shemitzvat shelosha mevatelet gezerat shiva. Just like three days before the regal breaks the seven. So to seven days before the holiday will break Shloshim. Now here's where we see Abba Shaul's Hedush. Abba Shaul is saying that as long as you got seven days before the Regal, you break, you break Shloshim. So what's the reason of Abba Shaul, which means why the seven days Break the law of Shloshim. Lav Mishum de Kasabar, Shivi Ole Lekan Ulekan. That we're going to say the seven day counts as two days. The seven day will count as the last day of the Shiva'ah and the first day of the Shloshim. So therefore, basically, it's as if you started day eight, because we consider once you finish the Shiva'ah in the morning, now in the afternoon, you will consider it day one of the Shloshim. So therefore, you see Abba Shaul holds. That Yom Shivi'i Ozekan And that would be the opinion of Rab. Maybe only in Avelut, which is the Rabbanan, we can take the leniency of Olelo Lekan Ulekan. You haven't shown me in a Deoraita law you can take this leniency. You showed me by Avelut, which is the Rabbanan. So therefore, we have to. Scratch that proof and try to find another proof where we see Olelo Lekan or Lekan, you can count the uh, one day as two in the Deoraita. So we know, let's say, a lady that sees uh, blood during the 11 days of her uh, Zav days. And what happens over there? So if she sees one day, so then she has to wait for one day. She submitted yom keneged yom, and then she is tehora. So let's say you have a shomeret yom keneged yom that she saw dam ziva one day or two days, and in order for her to get pure, she needs one clean day basically without blood. That's the law of a of a zaba, as opposed to a nida that needs seven unclean days, just seven days. Uh, a Zaba who sees once or twice needs one clean day. So what happened? On the let's say she became a Zaba on Monday, and now she needs to wait Tuesday. So on Tuesday morning, the day that she's waiting to be clean, so they slaughtered Korban Pesach for her in the morning, and it was at a Pesach, and they did the Korban Pesach for her. 
and then in the afternoon, what happened? Ra'ata, she saw. So the deen is, well, obviously she cannot eat the Korban Pesach because she is Teme'ah. However, Peturam Bela'asot Pesach Sheni. She doesn't have to do a Pesach Sheni. Why? Because at the time that they slaughtered the Korban, she was good. Now, what do you mean she was good? She didn't wait the whole day. She just waited part of the day, and, and then at the end of the day, she became uh, a Teme'ah again. How is it that she's, she, is, she is exempt from Pesach Sheni? Clearly, she cannot eat the Korban Pesach. We know that. But when they brought it, she, she was okay. She didn't see it on the clean day. So we counted. What's the reason of Rabbi Yosef? Which means, uh, why don't we say retroactively, we see that she didn't have a clean day. When she sees in the middle of the day, that we should break the whole day. So how could a Korban be good? Says, and uh, must be he says that the first part of the day is considered uh, as a full 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 day, and therefore once once she went to the mikveh, she got the day in, and uh, and then once she becomes tmeah, let's say at three o'clock in the afternoon, that goes forward. It does not go retroactive. So therefore. You, 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 you consider it like two separate days. The day from the morning she went to the mikveh, she got her clean day in, so to speak. We consider that a clean day. It's ole for her yom keneged yom. And then when she sees in the afternoon, that's already considered uh, uh, going forward that she's tamir, but that does not ruin her retroactively. So therefore you see over here, so long as the Qurban Pesach was brought between the tevilah and the since she was still on the gamri, she uh, fulfills her obligation. Therefore, you see that part of the day uh, until she sees the blood is considered as a clean day. And then the other day from the time that she sees on is considered the first day of her new Tum'ah. And that's Yom Yom So you see opinion of Rabbi Yosef that holds that we have this concept of uh, so the Gemara says, wait, does Rabbi Yosef actually uh, say this? Now, we have a This is a man, Zav, who sees, uh, who sees two, he sees twice. And uh, the Zav, a man who sees twice, has to wait seven days uh, for it to be Tahor. If he sees once, he just considers like a Baal Kedi. So he just has to wait one day, go to the Megvet. But if he sees twice, so then already he has a deen of having to do seven days. And what do they do? On the seventh day, they saw the Kuban Pesach for him, and they sprinkled the blood for him, because that was the day he was supposed to become Tahor. On the, on the, on the one day she was waiting, and then on that same day, they both saw. The Zav saw again, and the Shomerit Yom saw. Oh, even though retroactively whatever they sat on is going to be tamer, uh, so therefore it is a retroactive item, um, and therefore the but the din is peturin asot pesach sheni, but it's still patur from pesach sheni. So now we're asking a question. What do you mean? You just said in the brayta of the biyose. It doesn't go retroactively. It goes 
forward. This bride that says, and Kanto, she became Tamir that day, whenever she sat on Metuag becomes Tamir, so make up your mind. The Gemara says, It means with Rabbanan. It doesn't go back retroactively. It goes back retroactively. So the Gemara says, You have to say that. Because otherwise, this bride has a contradiction. Why? The East why, why is the bride that she's exempt from Pesach Sheni? She didn't get a clean day. And you have to say, she's good. I said, why did the rabbis come along? So why is the bride that she's retracted? She's bad. She's fulfilled her Korban Pesach. So that's the difference we're making in, in the Biyoseh. The, uh, the Tum'ah that we put her back on is Midrabana. Now the Gemara comes along and says, no, the olam emalach tumah the oraita. Really, I can say that from the din Torah, um, this uh, uh, seeing on the day of the shemini yom day actually makes her tamer retroactively with the oraita. Oh, so then you're going to ask me? So then, why is she? How could she? How could she be fulfilling korban pesach if the oraita she is tamer tamer? The Gemara says a hadush here. Which means there's a tum'ah that's called tum'at hatehom. What is that? That's a tum'at ziva that she didn't know about at the time that she had it. That does not possess a person from bringing the korban pesah, which means really a shemini yom keneged yom or a zav on his seventh day. And when they brought the korban pesah for them, Later on, they saw that day they're going to be tamer lemafreya, because bottom line, retroactively, we see that they really didn't uh, they, they really they really have a day. However, they fulfilled korban pesach that they brought at the time that they were tahor, um, because it wasn't known to them that they're going to see later on and that their day is going to be uh, tamer. That's called uh, tumat uh, uh, ziva or tehom de ziva etiru. And therefore, there's a special kula in Korban Pesach of Tum'at Tehom, a Tum'at that you're not aware of that's going to happen at the time of the Korban, so therefore you're okay. But now we go to the other opinion. No, we hold that it's the Rabbanan. Rabbi Shaya says, it's only rabbinical. Rabbi Shaya Omer, Rabbi Shaya said, if he sees Zov on the um, on the seventh day, um, now soter et shlefanav. So that's if he breaks his days and he's got to count again. So Rabbi Yochanan tells Ravoshaya, lo nistor ela yomo, which means uh, why are you breaking the whole thing? Let it just break the day. And let him count uh, uh, another day. Said, Why should it break all the seven clean days of the Sab? Let it just break the last day. She said, I don't understand you. Let it break the last day. How's that work? It's either all or nothing. So the Gemara says, If if it if it's soter, it's soter the whole the whole seven. You didn't get seven clean days straight. Now the satan. If you say that shouldn't be soter, It shouldn't be soter even it's day. In these these need of we don't. Break a day. Either you say it doesn't bother you at all, or it should break the whole thing. What do you mean only breaks a day? 
ולא יומו. That's what he meant to say. Why should it even sorted? It's day. Uh, which means we should say that up until the part of the day you didn't see, that's it, you're good. You're considered a Yom Shalem. Since you went into the day not seeing, it counts. That's what he was asking. Why are you saying that it breaks the day? It shouldn't even break the day. So you know what I says? So the Moshiach tells of Yohanan, you're right. Rabbi Yosef Kai Kibatech. Rabbi Yosef holds like you. Ta'aman Mikanul Haba Metameh. That, yeah, Mikanul Haba Metameh. So there's an opinion like you. They actually, you'll get the day. It's like he kept the seven clean days. And then the Tuma is only is going to be forward. So the Kibra says, what are you talking about? Rabbi Yosef Mafreya Hu Ta'aman. What do you mean? Rabbi Yosef just told us that he's Tamil Mafreya. Ah, my little Mafreya, Med Rabbanan. So it must be it's. So therefore, we found an opinion that actually holds that Biyose holds that the Matreya Tumas with Rabbanam. Now the Gemara comes along and concludes the Rabbi Yose. Saban Yom Kikulo. If you hold Miksat Yom Kikulo, and if we could split the day, Zabagimura de Mighty Kurban Hechi Mashkahatla. Right. Which means how are you gonna have a case of a Zabagi? What's Zabagi? It has to see three days. Now, how, how will you ever have a Zabag Yedolah that brings a Qurban and has to wait seven clean days? Why? Which means whenever she sees, let's say she sees on Monday, okay, and then she's Tuesday afternoon. It's not consecutive anymore because we say, since she saw Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday already is considered a Shemini Yom, she's done with that, and Tuesday afternoon is a new day. So it's broken up again. So therefore, whenever she sees in the afternoon, Basically, you always broke the day up. You, you don't have three consecutive days of seeing. Right? Again, the case that I gave you, she sees on Monday. Very good. She has, she has to keep Tuesday. What is the Biosis Hadush? Tuesday morning, she went to the Mikveh. And uh, she was good until two o'clock. So we said, that's it. You're considered uh, that day, that part of the day is considered a full day. And then what at two o'clock when she sees again, we consider that a new day. So it means, and that's the day after her clean day. So you'll, you'll never have three bad days in a row. So give us as you will. Let's say she has a flow for three consecutive days. She doesn't stop seeing. So therefore, there was never a moment on Tuesday that she was good, that she can go to the mikveh. So therefore, she had a flow, a constant flow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, where there was no moment where she stopped to go to the McVeigh because she didn't become Tony for, for, for a second. Okay, that's that's the case of three days, a constant flow. Or she saw three days close to sunset. So she saw, let's say, Monday, and then Monday night, going into Monday night, she saw. And the rule is when do we say the day is on the can the can? When the beginning of the day is clean. It's only when the beginning of the day is good. Like in our case, we said, she saw on Monday. Two, Monday night already, she was good. Tuesday morning, she was good. She went to the McVeigh. Tuesday afternoon, she saw. Fine. But if the day starts with Tum'ah, we don't consider that a, a day. So therefore, what did she do? She saw Monday right before Shia. So that's Monday's one day. And then she saw Monday night. Going into the so you can't count that day at all because you didn't catch the beginning of the day. And then she saw Tuesday, Tuesday night, 
at the, at the beginning of Shkiah, after Shkiah, therefore you have your three days. There wasn't a moment in the beginning of the day that can count. So that is the, that's the principle that we're that ruling over here. That basically we only say in, in the beginning of the day, but not if the beginning of the day started bad, you can't rehash it after and say, well, okay, although I was bad, let's say from, from Shkiah of the new day until two o'clock, but from two o'clock on, I was good. No, you, you don't count that. Since you started the day bad, that day is not considered a clean day. You have to start the day good, and then you could be Tamer. Then we count that day as a clean day. So therefore, okay, she's talking about where basically through the transition of day to night, she was seen. Basically, and therefore, you, you'll have a case of three consecutive days. Monday, late afternoon, she saw into Monday night, so that's already Tuesday, and then she saw uh, Tuesday night. And therefore, that you have three days of... Uh, of uh, that is the Berek. Now let's go read the Zichru for a minute to catch up on today's dab. And after Sha'at, when we're in the car today, we'll try to do a Hazara. So Zichru tells us today on page 15, Oh, one second, I'm going to enter that in this house. Mm. 15. So the three cases are Yom Shivim the next is that one who said, nazir mm-hmm. That's the when I have a son and a hundred days old. So if the son was born up to the seventieth day, he has lost nothing. Both terms are counted simultaneously since the son's term would not end later than his own, right? He's ending his son's term basically at the same time. His term is not suspended. However, but if he was born after the 70th, he forfeits, meaning he must suspend, right? So Terovi means suspend his term to count his son's term. Since the son's term would end later than his rab says, uh, the start of the day counts for his term. And when his son is born that day, the latter part of the day counts for a son's term because it is deemed the equivalent of a full day. It can also be counted as an additional day on his own term. That's the Hadush, an additional day. Thus, instead of bringing the Qurban on the 101st day as usual, because <coughs> again, if you're making this unit of 100 days, you count the 100, you bring the Qurban on 101. Here's, you got an extra day. Basically, you count the 70 twice. So therefore, basically, you're ending on 99, and therefore, you can bring the Qurban on hundred. The Gemara basically then said our Mishnah is not the opinion of Rav based on the cases that the Mishnah said. Then we gave the second case of the Mahlokan of counting seven days towards uh, uh, the Shloshim. So the Gemara said maybe he was like Abba Shaul that says if the guy uh, had seven days of Avelut and the holiday came, not only does the holiday break the seven, but it actually breaks the 30 because we say the seven days or then the Khan or the Khan. Therefore you get both it's like seven and day eight. But I said, no, maybe Avalut is the Rabbanan, so you're not going to be able to learn a law from, from there. Uh, so then the Gemara said, we can learn from the Shumanit Yom Kinegid Yom case. And that's case number three. The Gemara instead says, Rafael, the Rebbe Yossi, who said, Shumanit Yom Kinegid Yom, she's waiting for a clean day in which she became Tameth with this sort of blood, okay? And um, they, 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 they sprinkled Korban Pesfer in the morning, and then she saw blood after she went to the Mikveh. She can't eat Korban Pesfer, but she is exempt from it, 
and the Mu'asik considers her Tameh only going forward, and the partial day that was clean counts as a full day, and that's the Uraita, and therefore us to be Yosef, a partial day is like a whole day, and Rav follows that opinion, very simple. The Tu Bishvat, okay, day after, but that's the Tetvav, that's the fruit bowl, the fruit bowl maker, who was so happy that he could count the 70th day of his 100-day Nizirut for his Nizirut that marked the birth of his son. He was so happy that he can count the 70th day both ways because he picked up he picks up a day. Sent a fruit bowl to cheer up the Avel. Nice. He wanted to send a, a condolence to the Avel who cut his hair before Yom Tov and must let it grow through the uh, Shloshim. What did he do? The Avel, oh, who didn't cut his hair, right. According to the opinion that we saw that if Avel doesn't cut his hair on Erev, then he's got to pick up the Shloshim after, not Abba Shaul, the first opinion that we saw. Um, and then sent another one to a Shomerit Yom Keneged Yom, who saw blood again and couldn't eat the Pesach, but was exempt. Okay, so there you go. So again, the fruit bowl maker, who was so happy that he was able to count the 70th day, Nekan Nekan, he saved the day from his uh, from the Nizirut, the two Nizirut that he accepted, sent a condolence uh, to the guy who uh, did not shave Erev Yom Tov, and therefore had to continue with 30, but sent another one to the Shomeri Yom Keneged Yom that uh, they brought to Kurban Pesach for her in the morning, and then she became Tamer, and she was fulfilled her Kurban Pesach because of the Biyosei's opinion of Ole Nekan, Ole Nekan. Beautiful. That's the, that's the Hadush Redaf, and that's the Perek.